to What's the Takeaway podcast. We are so pleased that you're joining us, Julie, Danielle and myself, Jacqueline, as we chat about faith, life and everything in between. Our prayer is that God shows you what's the takeaway he has for you on your journey with him through each episode. Welcome to the episode five of What's the Takeaway podcast. This is Danielle joining with you today. Thanks for showing up. Um, Every now and then, just so you know, it'll just be me by my good old self having a ramble to inform you of something interesting, maybe, maybe a little Bible study or something. But today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Easter Monday. So we have a thing in Scotland. It's called Easter Monday. It's actually probably a UK thing. I noticed that in the UK, people like to celebrate the day after something like Boxing Day. Like Americans don't know what that is. And then there's Easter Monday, which is like the Monday after the Lord rose. But it means something apparently. But I was just thinking a little bit about how when Easter comes we have this big celebration and we have this big buildup and we have these lovely services at our church and we invite all these people and hopefully everyone shows up and they hear the gospel. And sometimes when I think of Easter Sunday, I can't help but think of Dolly Parton and that song, He's Alive, and I can hear the choir singing in my my head. But Easter Sunday's done now and we move on. And I thought to myself, why do we just move on? Like, why don't we have some extra days like the Brits do? (laughs) So my idea was to talk to you a little bit about how after Jesus rose, there was 40 days in which he walked on the earth thereafter. And he walked around in the same area that he was already in, in the Jerusalem area to do these things that he'd already done in the same areas. Now, prior to his death on the cross, when he was walking around doing all these things, miracles and whatnot, feeding the 5,000, he was very much like refuted and people were against him. And um, we often hear about in the Bible how people just, you know, they they were trying, the Jews were kind of constantly trying to bring him over to the synagogue and just nobody really wanted him. Nobody wanted him. And then he went and did this miraculous act of dying on the cross and rising from the dead and forgiving humanity of their sins. And we celebrate that and that is to be celebrated. But it doesn't end there because in this 40 day period, he went and he also did the same types of miracles. He healed, he preached, he loved people, he restored people. And then we see him ascending to heaven. But when we see that portions in scripture, we don't see him being disputed like he was disputed before. And I wonder if it's because they had seen a different Jesus. I don't know why. I can only, you know, assume that the reason why he wasn't refuted or brought against, or we don't read stories of that in the scripture, is because um, he had done this miraculous act. People had actually experienced it, and now they were willing to listen. And I think that Sunday, Easter Sunday carries on in our lives as believers. We continue to live that Easter Sunday almost every single day. We live Easter Friday as well because we remember the resurrection on a, on a, you know, a regular basis. That's what the communion service is about. The communion service is about recognizing um, the work that Jesus did on the cross. But then we go on to see that he comes back and he walks amongst people and he does these great works. And you don't see any letters or stories written of the resurrected Jesus being persecuted at all. And so I was thinking about how he carries on in our lives and how we need to carry that message on in our lives. And the last verse of the last gospel, which is the last book in the, in the, in the gospels, in John 21 
25, it says this. It says, Jesus did many other things as well. In every one of them, if every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written. And I love that verse because you think about the Bible is thorough and it tells us exactly what he did, but it's not exhaustive in every single little tiny story because there was more, much more than what was just written in the Gospels that he did. We got the Gospel stories from from the men that wrote them, but there was also other things like probably other people being healed that we've never heard about, you know? And the thing is, is that the Gospel continues on in our lives. We're part of those stories that are being written but we don't get to see them in the Bible. You know, our lives are those stories, the things that we've experienced. There's so many Christians out in the world living so many lives and doing so many things that are changing the world, but those will never be written between Genesis and Revelation. Those are for other annuals in heaven. And so Easter continues on in us. It continues on in our lives. It continues on in our stories. And it continues on in the things that um, that we've done. And it even says in one of the, I can't even remember the passage, but it says that um, the good works that were prepared for us beforehand. So we're to be walking and living those things out. These things have been written beforehand and we're to be walking in them. And then in Acts 1.8, if I can find that verse, it says... But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in Judea and in Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And that is how the work continues on. The work continues on through the Holy Spirit living in us, ministering through us, using us through the gospel. So Easter Sunday, Good Friday, Easter Sunday, all of it continues on throughout the year. It's not a one-day celebration. I'm thankful for the one-day celebration, but it's a continual work in our lives. And I think if we could approach every day with an idea maybe in our hearts devotionally that, that I am now living the continued work of God in my life, the continued work of what he died for, um, and we all get to be like a part of God's story. We all get to be a part of what Jesus's will is for the world. And that's a powerful thought when you think, you know, God looked down from the heavens. He looked down to your little community. He spotted you and he was like, that's who I want. And that's who I want to get saved, to be born again, as we've been talking about in all of our messages. And then I want to use them. I want to use them in their home their community. So that, I guess, is the Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. You know, it's our home, our community, the wider community, and how we can support that work as well. So on this Easter Monday slash the day after Easter, as we want to call it, I just want to encourage you all to, in a devotional way, remember that Good Friday and Easter Sunday are every day and how we can apply that to our lives in the way that we live and the way that we walk with God. So with that, my takeaway is that I'm all by myself and it's a little bit harder, but I'm willing to do it for all of you. So with that, let's have a wee prayer. Father, we just come to you in the name of Jesus and we thank you so much for, Lord, you're giving your life for us, for loving us so much that you did look down on our little lives and decide that we were worth it. We were totally worth it. You love us, that you rose again, that you conquered sin, and that we no longer need to be held captive to the things of the past 
that you've come to heal and to save and to bind up those who were lost. And Lord, I pray for anybody out there who's listening that you would continue to minister to their hearts, that they are a continual bit of your story, that the the story you're writing, the annuals you're filling with your works, they are a part of, Lord, and that you would show them the way that they can participate in bringing Jesus to the world, the, the way that they can participate actively bringing the gospel to people, and that you would fill us with your Holy Spirit, Lord, so that we can have the power that it takes to do the things that are difficult, uncomfortable, and out with ourselves, God. And we pray this, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining Just Me By Myself. (laughs) We are so glad you joined us for this episode. If you enjoyed spending time with us and think others would too, please, would you do us a favor, like, share, and review the podcast. Also, you can leave us a message of what your takeaway was from the episode. This helps us get the message of God's goodness out to more people. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, links in bio. In the meantime, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace.